Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. It is said that all great stories have humble beginnings. A single snowflake can result in the most devastating tunnel collapse. A small and sickly policy can grow to be a mighty director. Why, it is said that Heartlife itself began as a mere regional insurance company before becoming the illustrious city we love and depend upon. And so it comes as no surprise, dear listener, that here we find that pioneer of the Geonaut program, Cassandra Wilkins, at her own humble beginning, riding in an elevator with Project Manager Wynn, taking her first steps toward the glorious destiny that awaits her. Excited, Cassandra? Cassie, please. And actually, I'm a little nervous. Nervous? <laughs> Why nervous? You are on your way to seeing a wonder of heart life, trademark, right up there with the tower and the top 0.01% tax exemption, and this one is being made just for you. That's why I'm nervous. But that's why we're on our way to see the drill. Heartlife doesn't just throw its employees to the wolves, we give you training so you can fight the wolves. We'll get you used to the controls, show you which buttons to press and which levers to pull. Why, by the time we're done with you, you'll forget you ever worked in whatever hellhole of a department we pulled you out of. <laughs> oh, forms and files My is actually. Point is that this project is an investment. A huge, monumental investment that will shape the future of Heartlife. And you, Cassie, you are part of that investment. Heartlife wouldn't have chosen you if you weren't right for the job. You do trust the company, don't you? Yes. Then trust in the company's choice. Trust in you. Yes, sir. Temporary Sector Omega. Ah, here we are. Open. Get down. What? Oh. Hello, sir. Agent Chamberlain, what do you think you're doing? Guarding. George, we've talked about this. I forgot. Give it to me. Fine. This is Charles Wynn, Heartlife Project Manager, reminding Agent Chamberlain that he is to ask people for their identification before he shoots them. 
and he's only to shoot them if they don't have the proper clearance. Now, I hope that is clear enough for you, Agent Chamberlain. Crystal, sir. This way, Cassie. I trust you're all right. Um, yeah? Who was that? Oh, Agent Chamberlain? Ah, don't worry about him. He means well. Really? No, but we can't take any chances, can we? This is the Sector Omega Security Access Panel. Even though you have no choice in security panels, we appreciate you choosing this one. Please present your left hand for handprint identification. Please look into the camera for retinal identification. Hello, Charles Wynn. Please type in the correct answer to the following question. What was your mother's maiden policy number? Marvelous! One last question. Who is your favorite scientist? Dr. West. Oh, Charles Wynn. You old smoothie. Come on in. Ah. And there it is. Whoa. Behold the hope of heart life. Name subject to change pending a final focus group review. It's... it's gigantic. Five levels deep, a full section wide. It's equal in size to the largest of the old lightning rigs. Or so I'm told, I've never seen one. The drill bit itself weighs ten tons, and in terms of displacing rock and dirt, well, let me tell you, its engine is capable of up to ten mole power. I thought it would be smaller. Smaller? What part of Great Works Project made you think it would be smaller? I just thought, since it was only me, it would be... me-sized. This looks like you could fit half the city in there. A few dozen, maybe. A few hundred at most. Look, Cassie, this project has never been just about testing Professor Machina's Hollow Earth theory. It's about creating a better life for Heartlife's below-ground policies, not only by inspiring them to strive, which is that, or is that not inspirational? Very. But also by providing them with the same comforts that those of us in the tower enjoy. A tower above, a tower below. It's, it's more than just a catchy slogan. It's what we all truly want. And you, Cassie, you are going to bring it to them. I guess you're right. Of course I'm right. Now, let's get you situated. Dr. Caligari! What? Come down here. There's someone I'd like you to meet. I'm busy, West. Yes, Emily? I thought I told you I wanted an oscillating electron flow. A synchronous flow is more efficient. But runs the risk of arcing out of the console and electrocuting the pilot. Only if she's particularly conductive. Well, as you can see... We've got the best and brightest working on this. You are in good hands. Uh, I'm not going to be electrocuted, am I? I'm sure they'll get it all worked out. Wait here, I'll go find someone to help you. All right, I'll just wait here. This must have used up a lot of requisition forms. Oh, uh, hello? What? Hello. Oh, uh, 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 I mean, uh, hi. And 
Andrew! Andrew, are you all right? Yes, Dr. West. Ah. Emily, you were right. Safety lines were a good idea after all. I told you. Sorry about that. Don't worry about it. it happens all the time. Really? Yeah, though usually I'm not wearing a harness. Do you need a hand? No, I'm good. You're hanging upside down. Dr. West says that this is the best position for maximum thinking. All the blood goes exactly where you need it to go until you pass out from thought. Uh, well, here, I can at least stop you spinning. Thanks. Cassie, this is publicity coordinator Dalton. She will be giving the grand tour. Allison? Damn. Hey, hey, Allison. It's Ms. Dalton now, Snitch. Uh, <laughs> I take it you two know each other. Sort of. I was part of the group that she and Neil Henderson led away from the Stormhawk crash. Uh, and before that, she held me hostage on the ghost rig. And before that, she sold me a stolen corporate containment tube. You can shut up now. Nothing to worry about, Ms. Dalton. It's that kind of go-getting spirit that led to Heartlife promoting you to its prestigious PR department. That, and I'm the only person who knew Neil Henderson, with an identity variance low enough to be a suitable poster child. And that shrewd insight is why I picked you as my publicity coordinator for this project. Now... Cassie, why don't we get you situated? Bye. Bye. This way, Miss Wilkins. Uh, uh, hey, that just leads to the drill bit. If you want to see any of the controls or anything, you'll want to go up ramp. Up ramp, you say? Yeah. The access hatch is one level up. Oh, and if you forget the passcodes, there are also a lot of air vents you can sneak in through on levels four and six. Well, thank you, Mr... Snidge, wasn't it? Say, I have a crazy idea. Why don't you give Cassie her official tour of the home? Really? Sir, I really think that I should guide Miss Wilkins. Nonsense, Miss Dalton. I'm sure you have more important things to do. Besides, as an old forms and files girl, I'm sure Miss Wilkins would appreciate a more technical tour. Yes, sir. Don't worry, Alice, Miss Dalton. <laughs> I won't leave out a single thing. See that you don't. Or you'll have to answer to Agent Chamberlain. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm sure your tour will be quite informative. Uh, Miss Dalton, why don't we head back to my office and go over the plans for launch day? Yes, sir. You kids have fun. Oh, hey, uh, Allison, you dropped something. No, I didn't. It must be yours. Yes, you did. You dropped that piece of paper there by Cassie's feet. Oh, uh, here it is, Miss Dalton. I really think you dropped it. Perhaps it's a note for you? Oh, no, I never get notes. You should really secure papers to your clipboard more carefully. I mean, anyone could have read this, whether they had the clearance or not. You don't say. Nice catch, you two, Miss Dalton. Thank you. Don't mention it. Well, I guess it's just us now. So, uh, Miss Wilkins... Oh, please, call me Cassie. What do you want to see first? Uh, shouldn't we get you down first? What? Oh, right, oh, I forgot. Funny the things you get used to. <laughs> uh, do you want a hand? No, I'm good. I'll just cut through the line like I always do. Won't that drop you on your head? I'm used to it. Here. What if you just unbuckle that restraint while I hold you? This one here? 
Isn't that better than landing on your head? Yeah, uh, thanks, Miss Wilkins. Cassie. Cassie. Andrew? Mm hmm? Can I put you down now? Oh, 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 right, right, right! So, what did you want to see first? The waste disposal system? The exhaust vents? Oh, the thermodynamic couplers? Uh, how about the bridge? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. This way. Emily, you were right about the combustibility of this aluminum powder coat. I told you. I seem to have caused a thermite reaction. Use the liquid nitrogen tanks before you burn a hole in my ship. Right Don't worry, Dr. West and Dr. Caligari are the best. Uh, who says I'm worried? Your face. I know that face. I make that face a lot. Oh. West! No worries! The best? Yeah, we'll get it all worked out. After you. This way to the bridge. Hey, Andrew, can I ask you something? Uh, sure. You recognized me, didn't you? Uh-huh. Uh, earlier, when you fell, you recognized me. What? No, no. No, what? That's, okay, maybe a little. I mean, I did hear you on Archibald Funny Pants. Yeah, and you're on all those posters and notices and trading cards. Why didn't you say anything? I just figured, uh, how about with everyone making such a big deal out of you? I, I, it might be kind of, uh, I don't know. Overwhelming? Isolating? Completely and utterly terrifying? Yeah. That. So I, I thought you might want to be treated like an ordinary person. A policy. Hmm? Treated me like any ordinary policy. Oh, right. Yeah, policy. That's what I meant. Well... This is it. Should I know the passcodes for all of these doors? Oh, uh, they're all 58008. <laughs> what? Why does everyone always laugh when I say that? Uh, well, no reason. <laughs> Welcome to the bridge. So, uh, to get started, this switch turns everything on. And that's your chair. I take it this big red button is the ignition? Uh, no, 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 actually, that's the self-destruct. Self-destruct? Yeah. Why is there a self-destruct button? Well, according to Dr. Caligari, the first rule of science is have a way to turn the damn thing off. All right, new question. Why is the self-destruct button in the middle of the console? Yeah, that does seem to be a design flaw. And you didn't think to correct it? Well, when you're around Dr. West for a while, you sort of get used to these things. Uh, here, I, why don't you take the controls? And we can call Mr. Wynn on the radio, which is that button right there. All right. Just watch your elbow. You, you don't want to... Self-destruct Ah! Oh, God! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! No problem. Yeah, I, I should have warned you. That self-destruct is uh, pretty touchy, too. Try again. All right. 
Activating the radio. Keeping my elbow up. There. Heartlife Communication Services. How may I direct your call? Uh, call Project Manager Charles Wynn. Calling. Project Manager Wynn. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wynn. This is Cassandra Wilkins calling from aboard the Hope of Heartlife. Well, let me just say, Cassie, that I am truly honored to be the recipient of the Hope's first radio communique. Now, what can I do for you? Uh, sir, I'm here with Andrew Snidge, and we couldn't help but notice a problem with the self-destruct button. Oh. Yes. It's right in the middle of the console, and it's nearly impossible to do anything without pressing it accidentally. Well, we can't have that now, can we? Nice catch, you two. I will personally petition Heartlife to form a committee to take a look into the console designs. Thank you, sir. No, thank you for your diligence, Captain Wilkins. Now, please, do me the honor of being the first to hear you sign off. <laughs> this is the Hope of Heartlife, over and out. Well, that went well. All right. What's next? Now, I will show you the ignition sequence. Oh, what's this flashing button do? Don't press that! Captain's oh. log. Captain Andrew Snitch of the ground ship, Hope of Heartlife. It's been two weeks since I lost contact with the tower. I've decided to return from deep ground to make sure everything's all right. It could be that the hope of hard life could be hard lives. Only hope. All right, let's see what's going on. By the directors, the city is being attacked by magmen. Tower, come in. This is Captain Andrew Snitch. Prepare for rescue. No, don't, don't save yourself. I'm a Geonat Tower. That's not what we do. That's not what we do. <laughs> okay, we can stop that now. But I want to know what happens. Help us! Help us! Oh, Savior. <laughs> we love you, Andrew. Oh, we love you, Andrew. We love you. <laughs> That's, uh... Whoops. <laughs> Why don't we just power everything down until they fix that whole self-destruct thing? Um, so how am I supposed to learn to drive this then? With this, uh, uh hold on. Practice console. Wow. So I just... GO2, scrubbers activated. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah. You made this for me? You know, I, I thought you could take it home and use it to practice, uh, so you don't accidentally blow us all up. Power calibrated. Toilet flushed. Self-destruct activated. Self-destruct activated. <laughs> I thought it would help. It's great. Well, why don't I show you? I thought you turned the controls off. Uh, I did. I'm fine. I, I'd much rather be crushed by the practice console than electrocuted again. What happened? Ahoy there! Uh, uh, ahoy, a guy in an air duct. Cassie! 
This is Dr. West. Call me Herbert. Dr. West, this is Cassie. Yes, our Geonaut, yes. Yes, I know. A pleasure to meet you, my dear. And may I just say, your commitment to scientific discovery is an inspiration to us all. Um... I was assigned to this job. Your willingness to brave the treacherous unknown, travel into the shadowy corners of exploration, to bet your very life on the one in a million chance that an untested and lunatic theory is correct, for this I applaud you. What do you mean, million to one chance? Dr. West, do you need something? Ah, yes. By any chance, did either of you happen to see a... Bolt of electricity arc out of the console and nearly kill us? Yes. Ah. Well, then. Uh, Emily, you were right. Of course I was. Oscillating electron flow it is. Ah, uh, you'd better skedaddle, my dear. I've got some major rewiring to do in here. Andrew, hand me the 719th wrench, please. Actually, Dr. West, I was in the middle of showing Cassie the ship. Oh, that's okay. You don't have to. Oh. I mean, I'd like for you to show me the whole ship, but if you're busy, no, I don't... No, 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 we can finish the tour, right, Dr. West? Uh, let's see. Emily? What is it now? Young Andrew was wondering... I don't care. She says it's fine. Off you go. Uh, thanks, Dr. Caligari. Still don't care. Great, let's go. youth. Now, let's get these electrons oscillating, shall we? And so it was that Cassandra Wilkins first laid eyes on her future. And so inspired by the sight was she that she dedicated herself, night and day, to her new duties. Why, Sometimes she would spend hours in training sessions with young Andrew Snidge, or discussing aspects of the drill with him over the radio into the wee hours of the morning. If only all policies showed such devotion, such affection, such love for our fair city. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.